So I saw a dead skunk in the road today, and I'm assuming he got hit by a car. It probably wasn't just natural causes, like he had cancer. And he's like, and right here. <laughs> he just died. But let me tell you, these guys smell really bad. Now, we already know skunks smell you know, bad to start. That's their thing, very skunky. But when a skunk dies, he takes his farts with him. All right. Unless he was just ripping a fat blunt and just smelled like weed. I was only driving by and I still got caked in this scent. It was horrible and I felt bad, but also like, gosh, dang, man. And it had me thinking, is that how humans go to Like you just have this pocket of air. It's got to come out. Right. So I think maybe that's how I do want to go. Not getting hit by a car, but if I'm going to die in a good, you know, 100 or 200 years, because I'm going to live a long time. But I want to die with just one last gas, with everybody just surrounded by my bedside. And everyone's sad because I'm such a great person. They love me and everything. And I'm like, all right, peace. <laughs> These are my farts. And no one can leave because they're like, you know, holding arms. They're surrounded. Like, you're so sad. And it's just one of those things where we all surround. It's like my one last little prank, okay? So I'm going to hold it. If I'm on my last day, I'm like, I think this is it. This is the one. I'm just going to I'm gonna hold it as hard as I can. All right, guys. I'm out. Like, oh, my gosh. He got us. He got us. Oh, that, that Tristan, he's just really stinking up the place. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's death in a nutshell. But anyways, <laughs> let's get into the show. Oh, yeah, boing. I like this sound. It's a beautiful show. a little bit, but it doesn't really matter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. Always has been, always will be, barring some sort of unfortunate witness protection program issue but hopefully it doesn't come to that regardless happy to have you guys here with me today because it is a special episode of fall circuits 101 welcome students we have a beautiful class today diving deep into the philosophy of what makes a full circus a full circus okay now lesson number one being here being a professional goofball you cannot take yourself too seriously i certainly do not i don't take myself anywhere really man i need to get out Lesson number two, honesty. I stole that joke from a video game, and I just wanted to be truthful with you guys that if you find something that you find funny, I don't know what just happened there, ignore it. But if you find something that's funny or comedic and you recycle it, make sure you cite your sources, and I'm very strict about that, okay? Because lesson number three, uh, this isn't really a lesson, but this is just a personalized thing. I have so much deep fear and anxiety about subconsciously or stealing a, a joke or a comedic presence or whatever it is and being passed off as my own because I want to be authentic in nature and I just got, I'm, I'm so careful. I'm overly like, no. And I'll tell you why. Because pff, when I was a teenager, we had this youth group and we were filming these things and I said something off the cuff. It was a quote from the show Friends. And I just thought everyone had seen Friends. So I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 the dinosaur egg and this thing. And like, oh, my gosh, Tristan, 
Your comedic genius is light years ahead of anything we could have ever come up with. Yeah, how would you come to blah, blah, you know, and they're just praising me. And I, the whole time throughout the course of that night that we filmed it, I thought everyone had seen it. And we're like, yes, so funny that you brought back the friends thing around. That's great. Weeks later, I find out that they thought it was an original statement. And when I tell you the freaking anxiety and nerves that washed over me, I was like, oh, Ah, uh, well, now it's too late. I don't know how to address the fact that it wasn't my own. Like, Will Sensei, you're so great. How did you do it? No, I was like, ah, uh, I'm not like, a, I don't want the praise. I'm not obsessed with that. I'm just like, I don't know how to, I was too nervous to address it in any way. So I don't, more weeks, months go by. And they're still like, we could make merge. Can't wait. We're so happy to have Tristan on our team because it's comedic wit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is not fair. You can't put this kind of pressure on a little teenage boy. I don't know how to do it. So I'm just filled with guilt and shame every single time they bring it up. But the more time that passes, I'm like, I don't know how to get out of it. You know, when you see those TV shows, we're like, how did you get in that stupid situation? Just be honest. Address it. I get it now. I unfortunately, I didn't choose to do this. I thought I was just being fun and goofy and quoting a TV show, but it turns out I put myself in a very precarious pickle. So anyways, after enough of time, I write a lengthy, just shameful email. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I thought you had this. I thought you guys knew. I was just trying to be funny or whatever, and I just don't know how to address it going forward. And they're like, ah, it's fine. You know, I understand. And I can clearly tell their disappointment. So now... I am overly critical and overly freaking, what's the word I'm looking for? Strict on <laughs> trying to remember to say where I got something if I got it. But also the subconscious thing's tricky because even if you pick something up, you're like, did I come up with that? When you start saying it so many times, I have no idea. I'm afraid of it. So if I ever do, <sighs> strike me down. No, please don't. But just say, Tristan, you stole that from someone. And I'll be like, free. So. Anyways, that's what it's like being at Full Circus. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the class. Hope you guys enjoy your stay. So, anyways, before we get deeper into the show, I want to address a few more things, all right? And I'm going to do so by the introduction of a new segment, all right? It's called Tristan's Misses, or Tristan's Mistens. Tristan Mist. I don't know, okay? I'm so workshopping. I just came up with the idea a minute ago, but we'll figure out a theme song and we'll title and go... He's Mr. and he misses. He can't remember what he wanted to say. It's an error. Tristan's misses. Swish. Oh, he missed. You know. But yes. So where this comes from is that, again, I watch the show. Very frequent viewer. I enjoy it. I love me some me. And I notice things that I'm either like, oh, why did I say that? Or I should have said that a different way. Or, oh, you said too much. Or, you know, whatever it may be. And you can just be a little bit critical. That's life. But there are some things that... I can't let go, and I just want to address. You blew it! All right. Now, number one, looking back at episode 100, I wanted to say about the cross-eyed gentleman that struck my car, I felt a little guilty about the way I did his voice. Although, to be fair, you guys wouldn't know, but that's exactly how he sounded. All right. My impression was money. But to the naked ear, the naked eye, the untrained canal i don't know what the freaking phrase is for someone that doesn't wasn't there <laughs> but yes that's exactly what he sounded and i just felt like doing my sylvester stallone cross mixed with uh, adam sandler i don't know what you were doing it came off like a little mockery okay and that's not what i want to do i want to 
embellish politeness and manners here on the show. So I wanted to apologize to that guy. Not that he's going to watch the show, but, you know, when you're just going so fast and you hit line, 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 my brain's like joke, 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 joke. Because as we know, I don't like what? Silence. So, you know, when you're moving so fast, the joke just comes as fast as you can. Like a second ago when I said he's not going to watch the show, my brain went, not that he's going to be able to see it. But I wouldn't say that because I'm trying to be bad now. Granted, I just did it. So now it wipes off everything. I don't know if I'm going to have to do another Tristan misses in the next episode and address this fact. I don't know how the whole thing works. All right. Is there a chain reaction of deliverance of errors? I have no idea. But going forward, I just want to be a little bit more careful and apologize. Because I say stuff like, hey, he's cross-eyed, tried to cross the street. And you're like, oh, just, you know, you got to be a little nicer. Try to be careful. But I don't know. I don't know why it happens. You're just going so fast. And also subconsciously, you're in pain. You're like, you just got hit me. You're trying to be a little fun and joke. But, eh, you know. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for this guy. So I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> and number two, on top of that, that felt a little insensitive, I was talking about the handicapped drivers. And I made a very lofty and bold statement that all handicapped drivers tend to be very aggressive and reckless. And I shouldn't have stereotyped. I should have said that in my personal experience, most, if not all, tend to be that. And that comes from... 24 years of driving, not 20, 24 years of just living. I've seen a lot. And also the week prior leading up to the episode, I almost got hit by four different ones. I don't even know the color or the maker model of the car, but you see the sticker, the little license plate, the thing dangling in the window. I'm like, oh my gosh. But I get it. I said that on the episode as well. I was like, you know, if you can't walk that great or your movement isn't fine, I can understand where you might be coming. However, I've been almost hit many times and I have been hit by them as well as we know so I just shouldn't have made a blanketed statement across all of them and say you guys are all bad drivers that's not true it's not true I just say you know sometimes you tend to be but also to be fair my father has a lot of back and sometimes leg issues that he could easily qualify for a handicap sticker he just doesn't want to so technically one-to-one -one, you know my dad is a very reckless and aggressive and ruthless driver so it kind of fits together. Look at that. We're making Russian nesting dolls out of conversation. This is that. So was it a miss? I don't know. But at least you have to clarify and go back and forward. Or maybe I'll look back at this and like, you should have just left it alone. Tristan's misses. I'd like to scratch that from the record altogether. Okay. So anyways, that's what's been going on. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah. These, these aren't mean or insensitive things, but these are all things I wanted to talk about. And they're just like little one-offs. When I was talking about the guy who hit me, his wife, who was also in the car, she was almost frustrated and like bothered at me because she could only see the left side of the van where they struck and wrecked the whole right end of it. So she's looking and she's like, I can't believe. And again, this is what she sounded like. I'm not mocking her. <laughs> she sees the car and she's like looking at me like angry. I can't believe it's freaking. They ripped the whole front end of our car. All you get is a flat tire. This is unbelievable. And I was like, oh, I mean, listen, you see one end, grass is always greener on one side of the van. It's destroyed over there. So it was just funny to have someone be annoyed or angry at me, even though I got hit by a car or a truck even. So, you know, I don't know if that's funny or not, but it's a little philosophical take. It's like, yeah, you know, two sides of every coin, two sides of every van. Sometimes you don't know what someone's dealing with just on the other side of their vehicle. So that was funny to have someone like, why? This is stupid. How do you get that lucky? I don't know. I don't know how I got so lucky to be struck down by a truck out of his driveway. Anyways, 
after that, the police officer, when I was going to that, I want to also mention how silly the questions are sometimes when they say, sir, exactly how fast were you going? I was like, I, I don't know exactly how fast I was going when I was hit by a vehicle. If I was doing that, I would probably get in a lot more accidents. Yep, yep, 34, 35, there we go, there we go, 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 oh, bang. You know, it just seems silly to be like, exactly how fast? And even if someone was going over, who looks at the police officer and goes, I'm going to be honest with you, sir. I was doing 80 and a 35. Okay. He's like, oh, I'm going to write you up on that one. I Look, I'm not looking at the speedometer. I know I'm going in the general vicinity. So every time I'm like, I'm going about 35. Like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, well, if you're not going to believe me, why'd you ask? What's the point in that? Or the same thing when they say, well, were you wearing your seatbelt? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was. But even when I say that, he's like, well, no one's going to tell the truth anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, sure, were you? So I was like, well, what's the point of these questions? Install something in these vehicles where there's a crash report. Right when you get hit, it goes, 38 miles, he was three over, ticket him. Or seatbelt wasn't entirely locked in, ticket, you know. Tell, if you if you trust technology more, make something like that. Otherwise, don't ask the question because then I'm not even if I'm being honest and a good citizen and driver, you still don't believe me. How unfair is that? But I would like to meet the people that were that honest too, sir. I know there's no way you can prove this, but I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. That's a ticket. Ah, I get it. I get it. I got nothing to lose, nothing to gain. But yeah, it's just one of those things. I just want to be. Completely truthful and forward with you. I was watching Full Circus recently, and he said lesson number two is to be honest in everything you do. And I'm like, gosh dang it, backfire. So if you guys are like that and you're watching the show and you go do that, psh, run for office or something because you are a better person than I, I could ever dream to be. I'm adjusting the mic because I don't know how it got moved, but psh, that's a snap. See, it's not just adjusting the mic. It's also the fact that if I bump it in general, that's on me as well. It's on me as well. So I deserve punishment. It's a bad mindset to get in. I don't want to accidentally train my brain to be like, you messed up, annihilate him. But to be fair, I don't throw out a lot of us or I'm just the mic. So I think this experiment is going quite well. Anyways, the last thing on Tristan's Mr.'s Mrs. It's kind of funny. Is that with heads up, I was talking about the joke where my sibling could whip things at me. Is that the punchline to the joke, the whole freaking setup that I missed was that heads up, is basically a game of dodgeball that you didn't know you had entered into. And that's it. That's all I wanted to say. So <laughs> I know we can't redo the whole bit and everything, but now you all can go back and rewatch episode 100 with the context and little clues and blueprints that I've laid out for you and be like, oh, it makes much more sense now. Oh, he said that he's not actually mocking him much better. So yeah, enjoy it as you see fit. Also, you know, maybe this is just a whole ploy to make you go rewatch the episode. Oh, there's new evidence. There's new, you know, lore. What happens? So that's what's been going on. <laughs> I just wanted to say a few things. Now, let's get into the show. What's been going on, dude? Man, I have been having weird dreams. They're not funny. Although right when I woke up, I had a dream this morning that I thought was hilarious because I was trying to sleep in because I was up late. And I kept having a dream of this man that they were conducting sleep studies. Now, the dream isn't funny. I'm going to tell you it. It's not going to be funny. But when I woke up, I'm like, dude, that's freaking gold. <laughs> so I was I was conducting these sleep studies on this man who was trying to sleep longer. And it was me. I was the person that was trying to sleep. But I was the doctor's physician. Oh, really? So what seems to be the trouble? You can't sleep? How interesting. 
So anyways, me and a bunch of doctors were circled around this guy watching him sleep. And every time he wakes up, because I kept waking up through the, out the middle of the night, we'd be like, go back to bed or you don't get enough stars. So there was like a rating system. So he woke up at seven. We're like, that's only seven stars, sir. You got to make it to 10 stars. We need a perfect sleep. Make it to eight, nine. He wakes up. Did I do it yet? I'm like, that's nine stars. Not good enough. We need a perfect sleep. He slept again. And 10 stars at 10 a.m. Boom. Because that's the time I wanted. To, my brain was like, 10 stars. Get the 10 stars. And then we can wake up. We'll be free. However, this guy, he kept sleeping. And it was me. I was, my fear was that I was going to oversleep because I was trying to sleep in a little bit. And he kept sleeping. He was like, 16 hours. It's got it's more stars. More. 20, 23 hours of sleep. 23 stars, 20. I was like, sir, it's not a zero to 24 scale. You're just wasting your time now. So <laughs> this guy just like just kept sleeping because he kept thinking he was going to earn more points or more stars by sleeping. I guess, again, me, I was this guy and I was just bothered and annoyed, probably subconsciously with myself. I was like, stop, you got to get up, man. You've already hit the eight hours. You've gotten to 10 stars. Wake up. So we're all just really mad at this guy. We're like, we only needed 10 because he's throwing off all the studies that we're doing. And I woke up and I was like, holy crap, the parallels. It's like inception. Who's, how much sleep do you really need to be cognitive? So anyways, that was one of the dreams. And it just goes to show that sometimes when you wake up, things aren't as funny as you think. And they may also not be as serious as you think. However, speaking of a serious dream, dude, I had a nightmare. Now, my nightmares are never like monsters, ghouls, goblins, darkness. But I was being chased with my brother by this guy that was hunting us down. He was this this Asian guy. And I don't know what movie I watched, but there was some sort of Asian assassin guy. And he knew all the moves and he was going to go kill these guys. So he was chasing my brother and I. And we had to pack up. We were like trying to move at the same time. So he was in this building with us. We're like, we got to pack up. Where's the tape? Where's the, we got to pack it up. So we're trying to load the car at the same time. And it's not going well. And eventually we throw everything into the car. There he is. There he is. Pump, pump, pump. We're locking the doors and we gas out of there. And he's falling. So like, oh my gosh, that was so close. So I was so nervous and stressed out that he was going to catch us. And we're driving down the highway. Everything's pitch black. It's the middle of the night. We just escaped. And I see this big, I bumped the mic, I don't know, if I, whatever. I see this big, ow, big red glow, right side across these beautiful farm fields. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's a nuke. It's a bomb. Our world has just been hit by a missile. And it gets bigger, redder, and redder, and it's waves of fire. They rush, and you feel the car and everything melt. And I just remember feeling our bodies we're disappearing. And I remember just seeing that. I was like, we know we're going to die. It was such a scary feeling to be like, I know I'm dying here. I'm about to die. And it's so real. And you're like, oh my gosh. So we're, I'm praying to do Lord prayer and I'm asking for forgiveness. Like, Lord, I ask for forgiveness for my sins. I'm trying to cover up my bases. And it was terrifying. I woke up heart racing. Like, holy crap. I don't mind being cold now because our house is always so freezing. Like, oh, this is fine. I, I, I'll, let's be cold for a minute because that was hot. So. That was a freaky dream, and you try and dissect things. And I obviously I know where the first dream, the study one, because I was thinking about sleep the whole night. But the second one, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Thinking about moving out, and maybe that means that there's a fear that I'll die on my own. But I'm also with somebody, so maybe I, I have to have somebody with me. I have no idea. I don't know where it comes from. But all I know, I'm completely fine being cold for a couple of days because it was freaky, dude. 
Anyways, and I also think about that a lot, dude. If you're about to die, I'm like, I got to cover all my bases. Lord, forgive me for my sins. Bless me in my sleep and, you know, the eternity and bring me into the heaven in your gates so I can come with you. You know, saying all these beautiful, wonderful things. And you think you got to have this rehearsed because you don't know how fast you're going to die. Like if that thing comes out, you're like, oh, I tried to go fast. Like, a, Lord, forgive me. Like if you stumble, like what happens if you're like falling? Like, you're like, ah, I didn't get it off in time. Or if you, you stumble, you stutter and the Lord's like, you know, they had a couple more sins. He's like, no, no, I, I, I tried, Lord. I was trying to get it off. I, I tried to say all the things. I think I just messed. I mean, I didn't put the comma in the right place. He's like, yeah, it's just look back at the tape. You said, Lord, forgive. Uh, but yeah, you didn't get to the sins part. You just like, oh, you're going to give me on a technicality, God? How is that fair? I was right there, right at the edge. You know, I don't know. I hope he has enough grace because if you're like, oh, I'm freaking about to die, how do you speak clearly enough? So everybody, if you feel like doom is coming, do your tongue twisters. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Because pff, if he's a stickler for the rules, I might be screwed because I say a lot of words that are wrong. I combine two. I'm like, ah, oh, freaking, it, it took time. Oh, no, no, I want it back. So we'll see. But anyways, scary dream. <laughs> and... That's life, man. Who knows where the dreams are coming from? But it was hot. It was warm. Feels good to be in a cold environment and also alive. I would say that. More than just being like, ooh, this is nice. Is being alive and not being blown up. There's certain things you can learn from your dreams. Graciousness. See, right there. I just blew it. Like, yeah. oh, you're done for. You're done for, kids. Sorry. Try again next time. Next time? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So what else has been going on, dude? Um, oh my gosh. I haven't done that in a while. And I was just giving myself praise and credit. Like, we don't do it, so it's working. So anyways, speaking of the accident during Tristan's misses, I have been bombarded with calls and texts constantly from attorneys, right? They spam your phone nonstop. We're with the government. We're trying to help you. We're with this agency trying to swim. It's it's annoying because they're just people. They're trying to get money. They're attorneys. Whether they want to sue, I'm like, I don't. I don't want to sue. I just want to feel better. I have constant migraines, neck pain, back pain. I don't know what's happening, where it came from. Hoping it goes away. But I'm not interested in whatever. And they keep calling you saying, well, we have the information on your car rack. And we just we're, we, this is, we're a servant to you. OK, we just want to help you out. And that looks like, yeah. It's, I Listen, I was a life insurance salesman. I know the game, the whole shtick. I'm like, well, listen, I'm not trying to do anything. This is out of the goodness of my heart. We're here to help you. I just want to get you locked into an ungodly expensive plan so I can be rich. And that's what they're trying to do. Always. So it's a little bothersome that my information somehow gets released. And they're like, oh, there's the police report. Yeah, he was going exactly 35. And she said, wearing a seatbelt. Sure. I'm like, you need to write that down, cop. But they have all the information. And they're calling, 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 text me. People, I, the amount of text that I get. So it says, don't accept the claim. Don't let him do it. They're trying to shut you down. We can get more. I was like, I don't care anymore. Stop calling me. And I my emails, voicemails, text message. Doesn't matter. And you can't be releasing information out to these people who just want something for themselves. Don't give me this whole nice guy shtick. I know you want something. If it's out of the goodness of your heart, you would just show up and be my servant. All right? The cop, I should be able to give random information to the cop and have other people show up. and be like, yeah, I want cheeseburgers. God's like, anything else you want to add to this? Like, yeah, I'm hungry. Okay? He's like, okay, I'm writing that down. I get calls. Hey, listen, Tristan, sorry we got in an accident. And also... 
are you hungry by any chance? Because there's a great place down the street. I'm like, yes, finally, right? No one's paying attention there. No one's being my little servant and finding that information, blowing up my phone going, oh, Tristan's hungry. Get the food. That doesn't happen. I know you want something. This is not the goodness of your heart. So stop doing it. It's not fair that I should have to suffer an ungodly amount of freaking contact from people who just want to sell. Give me medicine. I don't know. So anyways, it's always just dumb that you you release information. That just goes out of there because I get in an accident. Now I have to, I, I already got hit by a car. Now I can't use my foot. I don't know if you've heard it in the headphones right now. Everything's connected. So a couple times during this, he goes, boom. That's more people texting me. It's all just dumb, man. It's dumb. I don't like that it's cycled through. You go on any website, you put your email, your phone number in. Bang, 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 bang. They get to annoy you for eons, as long as they want. And you're like, no, I don't want this, right? I was trying to make a website. Win on one and like, well, we can't give you the exact price until you put your thing in. We'll send you the price. I'm like, okay, fine. I put in my email. Boom. Email, 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 email. Months, years later, I don't want your service. Unsubscribe. Doesn't matter. They find a way. I was setting up my own car insurance and like, okay, well, we can't give you the exact quote to give us your phone number and your email. Okay, put these in. And now they keep spam, 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 throwing stuff at me. I went to a separate bank years ago to get a credit card. And just a bunch of different banks keep sending me credit cards saying, apply now, apply. I don't know where the information comes from, but it bothers me that it just I send it out. And they're like, well, now we have it. Let's send the things to him forever. <laughs> also, speaking on that credit card thing, it says pre-approved. Tristan, even pre-approved for Capital One Banking. I'm like, all right, pre-approved. That's fine. I guess I'll sign up with Capital One if they're pre-approved. I know they're good brand. Sign up. Denied. What? You said I was pre-approved. I signed up to try and get your thing, and now my credit score goes down for attempting to set up an account. Whatever, dude. Whatever. My information is my own, all right? If you want to find out how I'm feeling, that's what I'm going to do from now on. Not only am I going to do my Tristan's misses and send people back through the episodes to listen to it, but I'll send these episodes like, listen, if you want to know what's going on, how the accident report is, or how I'm feeling, watch the podcast. I'll go over about it, and I'll just watch the views rake in. Because apparently I've got a huge audience. They're just not watching the show. They're blowing my phone. Very popular. But none of them are bringing me cheeseburgers. So anyways, that's what's been going on here. And speaking of annoying messages, I had to post a few things on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. This was a chore my dad gave me. We had some things in the garage, some leftover things. And he's like, just post them up do some things. It's fine. Whatever. I'm like, okay. Yes, sir. And I don't know if you've ever used marketplace, but it's annoying because they have freaking automated messages where if it's available, people they type in a little bloop, send it out. says, Hey, hello, is this still available? They don't type in it, It's automated. And then there's another automated message that says, yes, it's still available. No, it's not available. Whatever. I don't like this little algorithm thing where we're both clicking buttons. Just send me a little thing. It's up. It's available. Okay. If it's on the website, it's fine. I don't know if people are just not taking their thing down, but now I got to be penalized for it. I want you to send me a message and say, I want it. I say, come get it. That's it. So you're click, 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 more messages, more messages. And it's just annoying because you have to deal with so many different people and they're also blowing my phone off day and night, day and night. I can't get it. I, whatever. I'm, I got to start re redirecting all these people to the podcast. I'm like, listen, 
You want to hear about that freaking antique cabinet? It's on the show. It's whatever you want. So anyways, I'm dealing with that. And the things that he had me sell, I didn't know anything about. And I said that very clearly in the description. It was only being sold for a few bucks. Just need to be gone. I said in the description, don't know anything about it. What you see is what you get. It is what it is. I just do not know. People keep blowing it up. What's the size and dimension? What kind of wood? What's the furniture? What year is it? What's the makeup? I was like, I don't know. Read it, all right? How, how wide is it from front of us? I was like, I'm not going out there with a ruler, Diane. If you want it, come get it. It's fine. It's $5. I'm not going to take my time and, and, and address all these different questions. I don't have time for it. I would rather just go give money to my dad and throw this stuff away. So I'm constantly being bombarded with these different things. And after a while, and they kept asking stuff, and it was, it was tires, I believe. Yeah, we were selling tires, and I didn't have all the information, but my dad did. They were his. So I started redirecting them, even though this was my chore. I started redirecting them to my dad. I was like, listen, if you have questions, don't even ask me. Send them over here. And they'd be like, why? Why, why, don't, why can't we just ask you? You're the one who posted these. And I started saying <laughs> that I'm just doing this for my dad because he doesn't know how to use Facebook. He doesn't know how to use technology. And I did that for my own self-humor and pleasure that I had this idea that on the off chance that somebody would say, hello, I'm here asking about the tires. Just talked to her with the son. I get where you're coming from. I also don't know how to use my phone. I also, you know, way out of our time or whatever. And that my dad would be like, what the... I know how to use my, what's, what's going on? How is, how is this? I didn't ask for this. You know, so I wanted him to be confused. I don't know if they ever said it or not, but it was making me crack up that I could send people to my dad and they would be like, listen, we're in the same boat, old man. We don't know how to use our phones either. And he's like, I, I know how to use my phone. But yeah, so I was just sending them all back and forth. Here's the problem, dude, with that as well, is you get a lot of scammers on Marketplace if you've ever sold anything there. So one in particular, I don't know if they were scamming either, but again, I don't have the patience for it. Some lady's like, listen, I just don't know if this is a good deal or not or if you're real. So I'm going to ask for your phone number. I'm going to send you a six-digit code. You send the six-digit code back to me so I can just assume and have assurance that you are not a bot. I'm like, okay, here we go. One sent back over. She's like, oh, it's just not working. Try and use this link or this thing. And we could just kind of do all the check boxes together. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I did the thing. That's it. You only get one little quiz. I'm not taking personality tests to assure you that I'm not a robot. So we're going back and forth like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing any more of that. Please, sir, I just want to make sure. I was like, I'm not. Listen, do you sense the frustration? I, tr I assure you, I'm not a robot, all right? I'm done. So she keeps going back and forth. It's like, more, more, more quizzes, tests. We got to find out how. I just want to make sure. I want to buy it. I'm like, I don't care that you want to buy it. I'm done now. Bye. So <laughs> I just don't have a lot of patience. If you're ever trying to buy something off Marketplace, not that you'd know if it's me, not that I ever want to sell things of my own there. There's a three-question max limit, okay? All the other information I have, it's in the description. You say one thing, I'll say another. One, two, one. I'm done. Bye. That's all I got for you. So we were going back and forth, and I just don't enjoy it. It was a very sucky chore my dad bestowed upon me. All right. The more messages came in, I was like, mm. <laughs> you know, that's not fair. The marketplace, I would rather do anything. Send me out into the hills, into the fields. I'll work for days. I just don't want to deal with unruly customers who have way too many questions about something that is basically free. 
They're like, you could have it for free. Just come take it. Well, what are the size dimensions? Does it matter? It's free. Just come have it. I need it gone. That's all. So, <laughs> people are crazy. Anyways, there was one guy who came by to get an antique cabinet. And he just kind of was like, well, I like it. Can I come get it? I was like, you can come get it. Let's just go. Let's get it done. Didn't ask any questions. It was very fine. Guy shows up. And again, dude, I don't always know everything. No more details about what I'm talking about, but I'm a good salesman, okay? Yeah. How'd you acquire this thing? Uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest, Bill. I don't know a thing about it. <laughs> and he's like, I want it, okay? So we have a good little rapport. We're laughing. And so we put it into the caban. And the guy was all fine and well and good. However, he thought it was like a pawn shop or something because we had other stuff in the garage. He's like, what else have we got in there? And he just walks into the, the freaking thing. I was like, this isn't a store, sir. Please go back in your van. He's like, oh, a table is pretty understated. Yeah, it's from 1870. He was some sort of furniture wizard. I don't know. He knew a lot about the stuff. He's looking at stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm fascinated that you know about the type of drywall or different wood varnish that was used here. It's okay, either way, not for sale. Bye bye. So he still wandered through the garage. Like, wait, so he got. I was like, what are you doing? He keeps going deeper, like it's a museum of trash. And he's looking at the weight budget. Wait, so you got weights here. Who's lifting all that? I was like, I, I was. I, speaking of which, I have to work out now. Can you go? And he's like, it's a lot of weight there. You know, I let me tell you, I was doing this thing. I was like, mm. again, so many details, unnecessary things. And he starts talking about different weights. I'm like, yeah, gravity sucks, dude. Sorry, it's expensive. So, anyways. We're going back and forth, and it goes on. At the, the total of this sale, all right, is about 35, 45 minutes. Keep in mind, I had picked up the freaking antique cabinet and put it in the back of his van, everything sealed shut, within 100 seconds. Everything, sale, complete, transaction, gave him the key, gave him the money. See ya, Bill! Everything's done! He sticks around for so long talking about... Oh, these wedges. Mm, yes, it's very antique. You look at that. It's very mid-18th century looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the square nails, you see, that's more of a, um, it's, it's always going to be like 1800s or before that. But you'll find some very Victorian. Look at that. This is very, in I was like, um, are we done? Okay. Now, my problem is that I'm very friendly. You wouldn't know that if you watched episode 100 where I made fun of a guy with cross eyes. Didn't mean to. But <laughs> I, I, I. I'm very friendly, but even when I'm trying to be sarcastic and just like subtly jab, because we have a good rapport going, I thought I could do it and make it clear that I'm done now. It doesn't always come off as sarcastic as I want it to be. So the guy keeps talking and rambling, rambling. I'm like, oh, you know, that's that's really that's fascinating. And I'm and I'm end up trying to give a couple sarcastic jabs to say I'm done now. So something that, this isn't what I said exactly. I don't know what it was, but. Something that I would say like, oh, wow, Bill, that's really fascinating. It's great that I just have nothing else to do today. Comes off to him, the way that I say it comes off. Oh, wow, that's that's really fascinating. I got to tell you what, Bill, I'm actually really glad I don't have anything else going on. Can you can you tell me more of that? Because it's really I'm, the square nails, really. So I'm like, no. <laughs> so when I say something, 
it's not taken as stop now, Bill. It's encouragement to keep going. So I don't know how to make it any more clear. So I, I, I don't know how to stop the conversation. I even try a couple times blatantly after I try the sarcastic thing to be like, yeah, all right, that's enough. Thank you so much for your time. He's like, yeah, I know. And one more thing. So I just end up encouraging this guy to talk to me for as long until he's burnt out. He gets to be like, oh, well, that's enough for me. I was like, oh, it's nighttime. What do we, what do, we do now? So... There's a lot of there's a lot of things that can go on with the marketplace, and Bill was quite the talker, very knowledgeable guy. But yeah, it's I have a problem with sarcasm, man. It just doesn't work for me. But anyways, anything else has been going on, dude? Not much. I think that's it. <clears throat> Does it count? I thought about it. I almost said it. I'm not gonna do it. I don't deserve that. Oh, I will say that right after I'd recorded last week's episode. I was sitting there, and I was editing, and I go upstairs to get a snack, a little mid-edit snack, because, you know, one hash, you know, it all works. So I go there to get a snack, and I see on the stairs is my little brother, and he's laying like that, with his back arching, and he's like paralyzed. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, do you have you have to sleep? It's late already. It's like 12, 1 a.m. So I'm like, what's going on? What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? He's like, I tweaked my back. You know, I can't, I can't move. I was like, what? What happened? What you, what you like, yeah, I was just cleaning up. Can't, I can't do it. And I didn't think anything more of it. I was like, dude, that sucks. Because we all had like random tweaks. It goes by in 20 minutes. Like, all right, well, let me know if you need anything. I go upstairs. I'm getting my snack. I hear him after a few minutes. He gets upstairs. I'm like, are you okay? Because it's, uh, uh. he's like, yeah, I'll, I'm fine. I'm fine. And he walks into the garage, hangs on the gymnastic rings, kind of stretch out the back. I'm thinking, oh, dang, he might not be in good shape. Still making my little snack. Get a couple donuts, bagels. I'm getting a nice little package deal here. But that's besides the point. I guess I'm hungry now. But anyways, I'm putting all this together, and I hear him, like, struggling outside. Like, Nick, are you okay? He's like, I'm going down. I'm going down. So I can't really, like, catch him. He lays down on the freaking floor. I'm like, dude, what's, what's going on? He's like, yeah, can't move, can't move. I call my dad out. Mom wakes up. We're like, what's going on here, dude? So now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's just lying on the cold, hard ground. Now I'm lying on the cold, hard ground. I mean, he, he's, he's being honest about it, but he's still on the ground. <laughs> That's a little wordplay. That's, I've been working on a bit. I'm trying to make up a new character. He, he's a rapper. And he says something that's like slang, but he's so like overly cautious about it being taken the wrong way. Yeah, so I'm lying on the cold hard ground, except, you know, like I'm still being truthful. I'm just like on the ground because, you know, I, I, anyway, at the end of the day, I was being honest. Like, so he corrects himself after every single line. So I walk into the club with ice around my neck. I mean, not like Axel, like ice. Like, I I mean, like, I guess my temperature was up, so I could have, it doesn't matter, whatever. I, I had jewelry on. You know, like, whatever he would say that he clarifies. It's not this thing, it's this thing. Anyway, so I thought that was funny, and that's where that line that I just said about him on the ground came from. But anyway, so he's laying there in pain for an hour or more. And my dad, it's the middle of the night, and we're just sitting there trying to make jokes and just trying to make him laugh because that's what we do in this family. We use humor and comedy to hide the pain. <laughs> no, but we're trying to make Nick laugh because he can't really talk. We're like, what? Are you, is this going to go away? Just trying to be around him. So 
my dad's asking what happened. And he's like, I heard it's like picking up a shoe. And he's like, picking up a shoe, you know? Like, you sure it wasn't? Was it a slipper? You know, because if you, if you if you hurt your back picking up a slipper, we're gonna we're gonna need to change the story there, boy. And it was making me laugh as well. So we're just having this back and forth. It's like, no, I don't think it was a slipper. It was a it was a boot, big giant's boot, maybe, right, Nick? You know, size 84 and a half. Okay, steel toe even. So it was just funny to have this little middle of the night rendezvous while all my food's getting cold by the way on the counter my snack plate making jokes and <laughs> so he's just lying on the ground between us we're going back and forth and he's like that's probably why i crawled out here in the garage because he wanted to be around the weight so when people ask him what happened to your back he's like yes trying to lift eight hundred thousand pounds and tweaked it which whatever so it was fun and it was lifting the morale and eventually it lifted him physically and he got up and they gave him some medicine a muscle relaxer or something and apparently he had a, a reaction to it. So not only did he have this, this random tweak, but now his brain is like shutting off, like spasming. So his vision starts going blurry and starts shutting out. He can't hear anymore. He can't breathe. They're like, call 911. We're like, what the frick is happening? It's the middle of the night. My food's getting cold. No, I wasn't worried about that. But we were just like really concerned. What's going on? It was just a random reaction. Everything passed in like 90 seconds. But in the heat of the moment, you're like, okay, call 911. And we couldn't stop him at this point. He's like, don't, it's fine. I don't know what happened. Everything's okay. I'm better now. They still show up. And they knew that we tried to cancel the call. They're like, all right, we're going to tell you. It doesn't matter. We're just trying to, it's just a spur of the moment. You guys don't have to come. They still came. And they brought two freaking squads, like two different ambulances. Ambuli? Anyways, they showed up. And after we told them that it was basically fine, they were like slightly annoyed and bothered, which I get. It's the middle of the night. But also, you brought two cars, like a little unnecessary. So, I, you know, my thought is like, if you're going to be annoyed, also, did you have anything else going on at 2, 2.30 a.m.? Like, they're probably just sitting around waiting for the call. It's like, oh, we got one. We got one. It's like, hey, can I come with you? So they just, all the freaking paramedics come together. Like, we, let's go. We can go do something, you know. So I didn't think it was that fair to be annoyed with the guy who, you know, wasn't a life or death situation. But anyways, yeah, that's that was a little a bit of an interesting hiccup. But he's good now. He's OK. And I'm not. So I don't know if he got like sympathy pains from when I got hit in the accident. He's like, yeah, now my back is hurting, too. So anyways, that's what's been going on. I don't think there's anything else that has happened in the world. Oh, you know what has happened in the world? Groundhog's Day, dude. Now. Groundhog's Day is not something I would ever talk about as far as like holiday. And maybe I need to give it more props because I saw a video of how Groundhog's Day is celebrated. And let me tell you, never has there ever been someone of just freaky festivity like the people who celebrate Groundhog's Day. Nor Christmas, nor Halloween, even the random occasional freaking... See, I can't talk. Lord's like... That's like an occasional bless me for my sins. Like, did you say occasional in there? Yeah, hell for you. You didn't get it. <laughs> but anyways, yes, there's no kind of freak. Patriotic people, Christmas, Halloween, whatever. The people who celebrate Groundhog's Day, it's 6, 7 a.m. Sun's not even up. They're on a stage, an audience, a crowd. There's in the back of the freaking thing, there's fire coming out. Take it easy. Live music. They're singing like heavy metal. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah! Look it up. 
It's insane. You look at it, you think it's a Woodstock concert. People's shirts off, rock and roll, punks are tawny, feel. It's insane, dude. So I was watching this thing. Like, who is this rowdy? Not only about Groundhog's Day, but this early. What's going on? And it's so silly because the whole thing's just built around this little groundhog who's probably like, I mean, I, you know, no one thought I was going to make anything of myself. They thought, you know. Thought I was going to be the beaver or the woodchuck, but look at me, groundhog, huh? So they knock on the little hut of his house. They pull Phil out, put him out. Now, here's the deal. Even if this whole event was based in some sort of logic, having bright lights and everything streamed down, you're only making shadows, okay? So you're kind of guaranteeing your failure for six more weeks, no matter what. So they put him out. He just sits there. He's like, holy crap, why are there so many people here? And they pick him up. He's like, what's that? <gasps> You're kidding. <gasps> I'll let you get to it then. So he goes back into the hut. He comes back out with a freaking scroll. And they lift it up and they say, Punxsutawney Phil has written a message saying, I have seen my shadow on this day, so for six more weeks, winter shall stay! Pugs are torn! And they hold him up like it's the Lion King. Phil, 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 Phil! And everyone's going crazy, like, why? He said six more weeks, but it doesn't matter, because whatever the outcome is, they're just here to party and celebrate this little guy's achievement of doing nothing. So it's just so ridiculous. It's amazing, dude. It's amazing. I have no idea. How it, it just became so over the top. So props to Punxsutawney Phil for giving us six more weeks. Also a ridiculous name, Punxsutawney. Punk, how do you, too many syllables for a groundhog. He's like, how am I supposed to remember that? You give a dog something, a name like that. Hey, Punxsutawney Greg. Yeah, you okay over there? It's like, that's, I, was it Greg? Was that the one? Or is it one of, any one of those individual letters there? So yeah, different name. It's difficult. Also, speaking of that. There are other groundhogs, because they have Groundhog Day in other countries, that aren't named Punxsutawney Phil, just simply named Fred. They're the Canadian guy. His name is Fred. Or was, I should say, because the Canadian groundhog, this isn't funny, but the Canadian groundhog was murdered on Groundhog Day. Okay? Now, listen, I, that's not, I don't know if that's a fact. I know he's dead, but I don't know if he was murdered. I suspect foul play because why else would he be he be shattered, destroyed on his day? That's ruthless. I don't know what was happening, but I can only imagine some Canadians got very tired of the weather up there. It's very cold and like, oh my gosh, we've sent freaking death threats to Fred Funksatani Fred over there. And he just keeps on seeing his shadow. Dear Fred, if you see your shadow for one more Groundhog Day, I swear we will come in there and we will kill you. Send. Now, you know Fred, okay? He's kind of beaten to his own drum. He's fine living in his little Groundhog Mansion. So in the middle of the night, black gloves. You have two Canadians that had to have come by. And they're like, Freddy. He's like, I think it's just Fred. He's like, no, no, it's just saying Fred, eh? Oh, look, they're sneaking into there. And, you know, Fred probably doesn't hear these freaking huts. They're huge. Fred's got a groundhog mansion. So they're sneaking in there. Oh, Fred, come out, come out, wherever you are, eh? And Fred's just sitting there reclining, thinking, oh, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a good groundhog's day. Yeah, he's sipping a little non-alcoholic groundhog juice. I don't know. 
Everyone's gonna love me, gonna see my shadow again, and I'll write the scroll, and then immediately sneak up behind him and you know, strangle him. I don't know, I'll save the details, but it's violence, and this cannot go down, okay? Freaking Punxsutawney doesn't know how good he has it. Fred, there are the groundhogs being slaughtered, murdered in the safety of their own homes. So, I don't know what they were trying to accomplish because at the end of the day, right, freaking Funksatani Fred is unfortunately going to be seeing the shadow of death for all of eternity. So, they might have just doomed themselves for Fimble Winter forever. So, anyways, Groundhog's Day, ridiculous in nature, also very violent, but it's crazy. It's crazy, man. So, I don't know what else to say about that. Groundhog, I might have to attend one of these. Could you imagine what it would look like if a foreigner got off the plane? Someone like Australian, they just hop in. They don't have a Groundhog Day and they see a gathering of people. Oi, what seems to be the gathering? What's 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 all the people? Like, shit, let's just go blend in, yeah? All right. <laughs> what are we doing over here? And they see a freaking guy pull out <laughs> just a little animal and they're worshiping. It was like, Americans are strange. Yeah. Why? What do we, we need to go back. We need to go back right now. So anyways, that's what I've been thinking about lately. And this has been Full Circus episode 101. I think, I don't know how long we've been going. It's been a while, but I appreciate you guys. Nonetheless, I need to go to the hospital to get checked out because I'm still injured. Say some prayers for everybody in the world, especially my brother, but also don't stumble because I don't know if they're going to go through. And I thank you. Hopefully I didn't miss anything or else we'll have to do another Tristan misses and I, I don't like admitting my wrongs, so we'll try to avoid that as much as we can. So thank you guys so much. This has been Full Circus. I know it says full, but I have a couple spare seats in the back. I can get you. Okay. Again, no food or drink. It's new carpet. Be safe. Love you. This, up, whatever. Peace. Ha <laughs> ha.